This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Coaching your first NHL game. I mean, um, you know, today it was just trying to get here and try to keep it uh, as smooth as possible. So, I mean, it wasn't, I really didn't have any time to think about, uh, it's not about my first NHL game. Um, we're just trying to get here and make it as smooth with Donnie being sick right now as possible so that the staff and the players could be in the right mindset and there would be no disruption for them and put us in the best position to try to win the game tonight. Casey, you shared with us that you had told the group that even though you hadn't been here long, that you thought that they were playing pretty well and they, they just needed to stick with it. I mean, what what was just your your impressions, you know, throughout the game as they were generating chances, but just trying to break through there? Yeah, that was after the second, because um, you know it's easy sometimes during adversity to when you're playing good and you're getting those chances and you're down um, to get frustrated, right? That that's natural, um, but. I really liked the way we were playing. We had a great first. It was unfortunate we gave one up late. thought we had an outstanding second, um, and it was unfortunate we came out of it uh, down by one. So um, my, my message going to the third was, um, you know, don't get bored playing the right way because what we were doing, what they were doing as a group was working, and we were grinding and we were wearing them down. Um, and I thought that if we stayed with it, um, that we were going to get the results. And, and obviously, uh, credit to the guys, they did. And, uh, but I think what might go unnoticed a little bit is I think there was four or five really big block shots in the third period. Uh, Benson, you know, having one of them. I think Skinner had one of them. You know, there was like four or five. Like, if they get that third one, it's harder to come back. So real credit to the guys selling out to block those shots to give us the opportunity for the comeback. Seth, what was the chronology of you finding out that you were <laughs> coaching this game? Um, Kevin called me this morning at 8.30 to 9, somewhere in there. Um, you know, we're getting ready for our game uh, at Utica tonight. And, and uh, you know, he told me that just wanted to put me on, on watch at that point. Uh, Donnie wasn't feeling good. Uh, didn't have all the details at this point. Um, but to be prepared in case they needed me to come. Um, you know, his... You know, he talked to you guys. You know, the, his philosophy on it was um, me coming up allows everything else to be the same. Um, for the players, the, the assistant coaches, the staff, everything just runs the same. So um, then I went in, I was in Roch. Then I continued to do the work preparing. I think at, you know, 10, then Kevin called again and said, you know, we're going to need you. Um, so I finished up with my staff in Roch, um, helped getting them prepared for our, our game there tonight. Uh, then drove up here, got here uh, about noon uh, with with the Sabre staff, uh, spent a couple hours with them, with Donnie uh, on on FaceTime, um, talking through the game plan, the strategy, the you know the line matchings, all the you know I'm I'm so familiar with these guys. Like the the one thing is like in our organization, the way Kevin runs things and the way Donnie runs things, we talk all the time. 
Uh, I, I spent an hour on the phone with Kevin just yesterday. Uh, I'm on the phone with Donnie, with their staff. I'm texting with these guys. Um, you know, the communication throughout our organization uh, is excellent. And we're always sharing information and, and uh, trying to help each other. And also, I, I think it's my responsibility in the American League to mirror almost identically, there might be some, some differences, the style of play and the systems of, of Buffalo because I would hate for one of our players from Rochester to get called up and be unfamiliar. So our systems, uh, our, most of our verbiage um, are, are very, very aligned, right? So uh, that, that connectivity uh, allows for a smoother transition. You're here. Yeah, you know, there's probably a third or more of this team that that's went through Rochester in my time. So um, obviously, you know, I've had some great memories and great relationships. And I coached Sammy back when he was 16, 17 years old. Um, and, and so and then now I've been with the organization for a number of years. So I've been at, you know, four different training camps and um, and, and credit to Donnie, he, he, he incorporates our staff a lot during training camp and during rookie camp and things of that nature and development camp. And so um, the guys have a familiarity level with, with myself and our staff in Rochester, and, and that makes for situations like this to be uh, quite a bit easier. Coach, talk about mirroring. Talk about the defensive strategy tonight compared to the last time he played for Columbus. Well, I wasn't, you know, here last time. Um, and obviously, you know, I know the score. And I, I watch all the games if we're not playing. And, and uh, we got a great group in that room. That, that room is a, is a tight group that cares, that has a lot of pride and is fighting uh, to become a really good hockey team. And, you know, we, there's a lot of pride. And they, they know the score from last time. And, and I think the defensive effort tonight, um, as I talked about before with the block shots, you know, the defensive effort right off the – the hop was was strong. Uh, the forwards were reloading uh, very hard tonight, getting over the top of them. I thought our defensive gaps were strong, and then willingness to do the dirty things like winning puck battles and blocking shots, and that limits a really skilled offensive team's chances. Um, and when we made mistakes, I thought Upi was outstanding tonight, which was great to see. You were the better team. Good. You know, Uba Pekka as well as anyone. Just that was the best game in weeks. Just what did you, what vibe was he giving? What did you notice from him tonight that made him effective? I thought he looked uh, on it from the start. They had two real good chances in the first five or six minutes. Uh, it, you know, it's funny. I think the team that played last night sometimes as an edge early, and then if you can withstand that, you can kind of flip that on them because of your freshness and, and the fact that they were maybe a little tired. So Upi made a few big saves early. He looked sharp. He looked aggressive. Um, there's just such a presence and a command about him when he's, when he's on his game. And, you know, as we all know, he was in a great spot a couple weeks ago before, before he got sick. Um, he'll get that back. Um, he's, he's, uh, he just works too hard. He's too good of a teammate. Uh, he puts too much time into it not to, to get that game back on form. And tonight was, was a great start with that. And the save, you know, he made or, or in overtime, I don't know if he saved it or he forced the shot over, um, but, uh, that was huge. You know, you give up. There's chances in overtime, three on three, and and uh, he delivered in a big way. You were the better team for most of that hockey game. How do you keep? I mean, it's late. You're down a goal. How do you keep frustration from setting in? Them knowing they're the better team, but yet they're down by a goal. You know, well, first of all, I think it started 
there was a hair of it, and what really flipped it on the bench in the second was the penalty kill. I thought that penalty kill mid-late second period, whenever that was, um, was, was just full of life and energy, and it was smothering in, in feel. Uh, didn't give up many, many chances, had pressure on the puck, and that, that, that the guys, the bench, drew a lot of life from that. So I thought that was a big turning point in the game for us. Um, and then, as I said earlier, Mitzi referenced it. Uh, that was my full message in between the second and third. Uh, was was that I haven't been in the locker room. I haven't been on the bench with them and feeling them. Uh, but how good I felt about the the energy, the play, the vibe of the group, and that if we stayed the course, uh, like I said earlier, don't get bored playing the right way. It's working. Don't just because we only have one goal doesn't mean it's not working. It's working. Stay with it, and eventually um, we'll. We'll find a way through, and obviously that was a heck of a shot by Mitzi uh, to get us tied. It was, it was four hours ago that Kevin said expected you to go to Ottawa. Can you confirm that? Are you going to Ottawa? I will be going to Ottawa. Yeah, we talked to Donnie post game. Um, he's doing better, uh, but but he's still uh, you know pretty much you know he's under the weather uh, significantly, but he is feeling a lot better. Um, and I will be going to Ottawa. Yeah. You know, um, I have all the faith in the world in, in Matt Ellis and the coaching staff here, um, and they're working hard every day on it. That's, you know, certainly, um, you know, I don't have enough uh, time here to, to have any opinion on that. Um, but I know that uh, I know the pride and the, and the effort uh, that Matt puts into his work, and I know he had this group humming uh, in a big way uh, for most of last season, and, and I know they will again. Yeah, um, you know, there is a comfort level with guys you've coached before, um, you know, and, and uh, obviously JJ and Jack, uh, you know, and, uh, and amongst others were big parts of, of a lot of success uh, that we've had in Rochester, uh, both in the regular season and the playoffs. And so, uh, you know, Jack texted me today and, um, you know, his – uh, I think it was, he said, you, you count on the fact that 22 won't be sleepwalking tonight. You know, and uh, as that was a little famous banter he and I had uh, with a little bit of a shouting match at each other on the bench one time in Rochester. So, um, you know, when you coach players um, as young as they were when I had them, Sammy, even back to the NCDP, Krebsy and Quinter and JJ, uh, you just go through a lot together. Yeah, you really do. You go through a lot of adversity. They're away from home sometimes for the first time. You know, they're, they're failing uh, a lot of it for the first time in their pro career at time, or their hockey career. And you just you go through a lot together. And, and I think anytime you go through shared adversity together um, and you come out on the other side, you know, there's a, there's a closeness and a bond that you have that, that stays there. What was your pregame speech like? We heard what it was, but between the second and third period, what did you – you had time to think about it on the drive, I'm guessing. You know, um, so that was basically we talked to Donnie and the staff came up with um, the four main key points. So Matt Ellis and Marty delivered uh, most of the tactical things that we need to be aware of when you're playing Columbus. Um, and then I delivered what we collectively uh, decided were, were the four main key points uh, against Columbus. So real simple. It was, you know, that the fact that we wanted to make them defend. Uh, they played last night. 
You know, they're a really good offensive team, so let's, let's make them defend. I think we did a really good job of making them defend tonight. Uh, we wanted to give them no easy offense uh, because they're so skilled and their forward group is so talented, so let's not give them easy offense. Um, you know, we wanted to play a fast north-based game. That's something that Donnie's really been on them about the last few weeks, getting back to playing faster um, like they have in the past, you know. So th th that was basically the main message is those three, three four things, quick, quick, quick. Um, and, and that was it. I don't believe in big rah-rah uh, speeches. Um, I think as a coach, if you have to rely on that, uh, that means you probably didn't do a good enough job preparing in the first place. So, And I know the staff had two. They felt great. They had two really good practices the last two days. Um, so I know the players and the staff felt great going into today's game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.